Welcome to the Mina Surge podcast, the ultimate source for all things Web3 and fintech related in the Mina region. Powered by Fintech Surge and Future Blockchain Summit, taking place at Dubai Harbor, October 15th through 18th, alongside Expand North Star and in association with Jitex Global. We're here today with Mohammed Ozzy, head manager of Sustanacum. It's always a little bit of a tongue twister, that one. And, you know, he's a bronze sponsor of Future Blockchain Summit, and we're excited to be having a conversation with him. Thanks for joining us, Mohammed. Thanks, thanks for the introduction. And actually, you spelled it well, uh, Sustanacum. One of the rarest <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Mohammed, and then, of course, you know, feel free to tell us about, you know, what is Sustanacum? Well, uh, well, I'm uh, I'm the head manager. As you introduced me, well, as you, Mohammed, you can add also Mbarak. It's my second name, and uh, well, uh, I've studied in a technical file. Actually, I'm not, uh, let's say, a brand, uh, let's say, uh, branch of uh, the blockchain and so on. I, I started uh, my my career in the material engineering, where where I graduate uh, from the high school polytechnico here in Algeria but I turned up uh, really fast into the tech uh, f- file and uh, turned up to to be really interested into uh, blockchain revolution and uh, started from 2021-20 and from that uh, from that date till now fully involved on the uh, on that, let's say, on that file. Well, that's uh, a little bit uh, about my uh, introspection, even if it was short. I've been also involved in a lot of, let's say, uh, association related to entrepreneurships and so on. That was, let's say, uh, a door open to that kind of uh, to that kind of, let's say, new um, technologies and new, let's say, mingling with people who are uh, interested in that. And well, uh, here we go. We we meet up with, uh, we started with the, the idea of Sastanakam uh, in 2021. And uh, well, actually it was starting from the boom of the NFT, the NFT boom. And came up with the main idea of let's say driving people from the traditional world to the new world of blockchain and decentralized uh, finance in general. So the main let's say let's start. I, I don't know if I uh, jump from a question to another one. Uh, I drop up the directly to the sister. I can, uh, is it right? No, that's perfectly fine. I mean, we're we're always happy to hear about yourself and your journey, and we also want to hear about the Sistanacom. Tell me a little bit about uh, you, know, you guys starting Sistanacom at the the boom of the NFT era. Yeah. So mainly, let's start with the meaning of what does it mean, Sistanacom. I mean, it's a national word in Turkey, which is the. Uh, uh, the ancient civilization that was here in uh, in the desert of Algeria, not only in the desert of Algeria, first off, from Libya to, to to Morocco, which is a high uh, civilization that was here uh, before. And uh, Sistana camps means question yourself. 
What does it mean? Like for a Turkey is is hard to let's say live in a desert, and that's why they're questioning always themselves from where they come to where they go. You see, so it's a kind of mindset that every let's say uh, desert man or nomad, if I may say, have to 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 live and let's say to to feel to to fulfill his life. So starting from that point. We believe that all the traditional shouldn't be, let's say, against the new technologies that are uh, here involved in uh, in a new world. So that's why we initiate this uh, this project to drove, let's say, to drove those uh, those complex, let's say, traditional uh, businesses and uh, let's say uh, cultures into the new world. So. That's what is Sastana made for. So mainly, uh, we have uh, five pro products that we are uh, working on, and some other projects that are coming uh, soon. Also, we have an NFT marketplace, and uh, also a rental place for uh, NFTs. And uh, what else? We have a non-custodial wallet. Also, we have. Uh, uh blockchain based games added to that uh, an nft museum or uh, an nft gallery and all of that like we focus we are mainly focusing on artists because they are let's say the main concerns of that new technologies uh, which is let's say uh, really helpful for them so that's what mainly we're doing and we're let's say starting some other projects which are the uh, our own blockchain related to that, and also our own frames and uh, digital frames that gonna be distributed uh, in the future to galleries and uh, and some other, uh, let's say, uh, hotels and so on. So mainly that's, that's what we are. <laughs> yeah, great. I mean, that that sounds great. So Sustainacom is basically doing a lot of things to shift, I guess, from Web two to Web3, and you're operating a lot in the NFT space, right? Yeah, but not really. It's mostly tokenizing stuff. NFT is the the manner, let's say, the the tool to, to reach out to those things. We, we are also aiming also to, as I said, to uh, to to drove the traditional world to the new world, and that will be made by tokenization. You see. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, one of the things that I was really interested in that I, I haven't really heard a whole lot of before is you were talking about NFT rentals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we are one of the let's say the rarest person that uh, are going through that kind of. Uh, that kind of journey, if I may say, that uh, of renting NFTs. We don't say that it doesn't exist before, that some companies uh, went to that, uh, let's say, uh, trip without, let's say, having, let's say, a kind of business model. Our business model is quite different because we are focusing mostly on uh, fine arts and uh, let's say the ethereal values. And let's say if the absolute uh, idea and when if it, if it goes, let's say, really deep, 
we uh, the main idea is to make for for example if you have the mona lisa in uh, in the louvre paris and it's really hard to get the mona lisa right in a, right, any uh, yeah definitely yeah and it's really expensive to 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 drop it from a place to another with assurance like the main idea is to rent the mona lisa somewhere else other than uh, the Lulu without moving it for a certain period of time. And it will be like okay. the real Mona Lisa. You see, the real digital version of Mona Lisa. Okay. So that's, that's the amazing. absolute, uh, let's say, idea behind that, uh, that project. Okay, cool. So I guess it's kind of like, uh, so you would see like kind of art galleries or NFT galleries sort of renting an NFT for the time being so they can display it at an event, um, but they don't actually own that uh, NFT, I guess you could say. Yeah. Okay, exactly, that, that's yeah. great. And it, actually, what you've just kind of you know exposed to me is that's uh, an entirely new way to make money off of NFTs, right? So, you know, obviously with an NFT, you can you know, buy it, hopefully it appreciates in value, you can sell it at more, um, you can buy it and it might have some sort of uh, benefits that uh, return dividends back to you in some sort of way, whether that's through a membership into a club, for example, Board Ape Yacht Club, or you have some sort of ownership mm -hmm. of, um, let's say like a movie project or a music project and, you know, the profits come back to you because you have the NFTs for it. but yeah, if you have, let's say, a super valuable piece of NFT art and somebody else wants to display that art at an event, then, yeah, you can also charge just a rental fee for letting them display your NFT because, once again, you own the NFT and nobody's allowed to display it without your permission. Exactly, yeah. That's what, the, what was the main idea. Like, we're focusing on ID, uh, on the fact that we want it like more physical, like traditional business way. You see, like uh, I don't know if I can if I can explain it. Let's say it's more um, in business. What that's what can do as actually a kind of traditional business way in it uh, in a tree uh, in a in a web tree. Great. And, uh, so, yes, uh, you, you broke up for just a little bit. I just wanted to make sure that you were finished talking before I, I jumped in with the next question. Um, yeah, so, so you know, with, with your time being in this space, and obviously, you know, NFTs specifically have had, you know, a big boom. They're, they're a little bit more in a bear market now. But for me, it's kind of been a great opportunity to kind of really see the value of NFTs, you know, really create proper use cases for nfts um and i think that you know beyond the whole you know let's buy an nft hopefully it'll you know go up 100x in value now we're actually seeing the values of nxt which is you know maybe you can hold on to a mona lisa and you can rent it or you can you know hold on to something for a movie project or a music project and and we're really starting to see that you know there's exciting things that NFTs can do, not just a matter of I want to buy it and hopefully it'll be worth a lot of money someday. Um, so with your 
with your experience in the industry and you know being in your specific industry uh, or your sector of the industry uh could you discuss some of the the potential impacts that blockchain and web3 have on various industries such as finance healthcare supply chain management entertainment etc well definitely like uh it can be let's say a huge if uh, every industry started to uh Adopt it, and actually there is some uh, industries that are uh, involved on that. Like I can't name any of them for the moment, but definitely some people are uh, involved in it. Let's say, for example, in a finance, the, in finance it could be, let's say, a way of uh, avoiding frauds and uh, increasing finance inclusion. And let's say, in health, for example, also a secure patients record and ensure. Uh, using of the data of uh, of the, the patient and uh, having, let's say, a clear vision of his background and so on. And for sure, in the supply chain, I think even, uh, let's say, making it tra- transparent uh, uh, for all the, the partners, and let's say, the person involved in that and reduce or counterfeiting and uh, all of that kind of it will it's mainly like in a security way and making it more faster and uh, more let's say legit in somehow and more tangible if i may say and at the end you can win a lot of money uh, using that kind of technology as as i said i think i believe that a lot of company are already doing that you can confirm that, I guess, if you, if you get involved on that. And uh, let's say I'm feeling that it will be, let's say, kind of a have to in the future. Let's say it will be something really important for companies to be keen on the uh, on the new, let's say, uh, way of doing business to to be involved in blockchain and NFT in general. For sure. I mean, there, there's tons of uh, tons of benefits to to get involved and to mm-hmm. implement and adopt these uh, these new technologies. What are what are some of the challenges and limitations that you notice in the adaptation and implementation of these new technologies? Well, for most of the, I'm not talking about all the blockchain in general. It's a bit of uh, scalability in some of the blockchain. The scalability bit difficult and somehow but also uh, let's be realistic a little bit uh, for some countries the regulation is uh, quite hard regarding that kind of uh, technologies some countries are taking the uh, let's say the challenge like uh, the uae and uh, some other countries who are let's say really keen into technology and uh, really involved in uh, in the let's say in the new technologies but some of them are let's say more let's say uh, bit stacked in the in the ancient way of doing let's say transaction for example in finance or maybe in uh, in let's say contract in, uh, let's say for real estate uh, in uh, it, can, it can be uh, also one of the cases that i'd uh, already forgot it was the uh, real estate uh, case which is one of the high demanded uh, case uh, to use case in blockchain that can be like really sort out by that and the regulation in that ca- specific case is a bit 
difficult uh, all over the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you kind of touched on a little bit, but uh, you know, I was hoping you could elaborate a little bit more on uh, how do you see you know blockchain NFTs changing dynamics of ownership and collecting uh, art specifically globally. I mean, we definitely have seen, uh, as you mentioned, that NFT boom where everybody's buying these you know blue chip NFT art um, NFTs, but um, you know we're seeing a little bit of a, a slowdown with that. So do you think that uh, people will become more keen on you know, discovering the use cases and actually owning NFTs for their original purpose? Um, or how, how do you see the dynamics changing as you know, we go through these different phases in the NFT market? Yeah, you're definitely right on that two proposals that you just had. You know, like uh, people are uh, losing faith on uh, NFTs regarding the boom that happens. You know, like they misunderstood if I, uh, if I may say, they misunderstood the real and the, the real meanings of what does it mean in an NFT, which is a non-fungible token. Let's say it's uh, just a proof of ownership that is intangible and not uh, no one can, uh, let's say, change. It can be like a really huge, let's say, uh, step into ownership uh, and royalty, uh, royalty value, you know, like, and, and the main people that are touched by that kind of uh, that kind of technology and that should should let's say fulfill and follow the, uh, the that technology is the artist because you know like a lot of let's talk about a traditional artists a lot of uh, piece of art are, are counterfeited you see and if you let's say um, if you've, you you can't let's say sometimes you can't even know if it's the original or not. So the blockchain and the NFT sort out that kind of issue, with the, with also so some more benefits regarding the the royalties. Because when you sell your piece of art, you can get royalties right after that. I mean, I mean in a traditional world, but if you sell it as an NFT, you. The, the owner can, let's say, verify that it's your piece of art, and also you can even get royalties even right after selling it. Let's say, if he can sell it after, you can get royalties from your piece of art. Let's say you can't be, let's say, uh, productive long time uh, after doing a piece of art of something. And you see, the main interest of, of blockchain uh, was really boomed but uh, let's say fakely. But now I believe I that, that people are are more interested into the real value of what an NFT can uh, can give, and also let's say more involved into the idea what what is really an NFT. I think, and that's what uh, actually Sastana are trying to to bear in mind in all, uh, all, all peoples that uh, are involved in, uh, on that business and maybe, let's say, NFT curious and people that are a little bit skeptical about uh, what this technology is all about. Can you hear me? 
I apologize. I was actually muting myself. <laughs> um, so, so speaking of some of the industries that uh, that that you're tapping into, and all the different ways that uh, NFTs and blockchain can, uh, you know, revolutionize different industries, some in a more obvious way than others. What are some of the specific industries that Sustenacom is aiming to tokenize or digitize? Well, the the main interest on of Sustanakam is to, first of all, I'd say the more uh, obvious uh, domain that uh, need to be tokenized is art in general, that because uh, it's the most let's say uh, winner in that uh, let's say blockchain revolution and the Web three Web three revolution. And right after maybe getting into gaming and uh, maybe into, let's say, more, let's say, I, th I think we believe that we can implement it in uh, all of the, let's say, the uh, old-fashioned transaction and all uh, paper, let's say, transaction, if I may say. We also think, we are also thinking about the real estate uh, uh, tokenization adding to, as I said, gaming and uh, also contract, uh, contract, uh, contract, contractors, smart contract regarding the uh, ownerships in, uh, in different also industries in general. Okay, great. And and what are some of these, the benefits that you see these advancements um, or, or that Sustenacom foresees in the tokenization and digitization space um obviously we know this is a very uh it's a fairly new market so it stands the question of where does it go from here you know in five years ten years what is this space going to look like uh, we definitely believe that uh every transaction in future will be let's say uh under blockchain in somehow and everything will be, let's say, uh, verifiable and uh, sustainable in somehow. So that's why we are involved in uh, in art firstly, because it's the most damaged, if I may say, uh, industry. And believe that in the future, let's say in the five five years, everyone will deal with the uh, in the, with the with let's say with tokens and blockchains. You know? in general and believe that everything it would be trustful a trustful place for people to trade in okay great um i also agree i mean i think that these are some of the the exciting ways that we'll see it change in the future especially as we see more uh industries and sectors you know adapting uh this technology i think that that's really going to be the catalyst for it to, to take off and to see really what sort of uh, shapes it molds itself into. Um, are there any notable partnerships or collaborations that have been formed through uh, Sustanicum? Yeah, definitely. Uh, to, to reach that kind of quality and let's say trustful uh, relationship with our future client, we got involved in uh, several partnerships with uh, some experts like uh, Brightnode, which is a Switzerland company. Uh, also, we're in contact and partnership with the coin store for the listing in the future and some other tech companies, small other companies. We're also in contact with the, an American Indian comp company called uh, uh, CDN, 
added to Solulab uh, also. We also in uh, in development phase with the Unix soft, which is uh, uh, Swedish or uh, uh, Swedish company also involved in tech and so on. So mainly all, all those partners are on the tech side and also on the legal side with the, with Fingeris, which is uh, an Emirati company also based in Dubai for the legal part and uh, all those because uh, it's really important actually it's one of the main milestones in the uh, blockchain if i may say so all those companies are uh, are working with us keenly to let's say sanitize and uh, make everything clear for the clients and uh, make it the experience the more smooth and clear for everyone and everyone can trust the company at the end and uh, got involved in it. Yep, absolutely. And and honestly, these sort of collaborations is to me one of the biggest uh, benefits and one of the, the things I love about the blockchain the NFT spirit is that you see a lot of you know kind of innovators working together and coming up with new solutions together. It's not just a race to see, you know, who can come up with this new idea and take advantage of this before, you know, the waters turn red, mm -hmm. but it's okay, you have this, we have this, how can we come together to, to kind of create some synergies? And, you know, kind of one of the things that you and I were talking about before is that the um the adaptation and implementation of this technology is one of the things that sort of holds us back, right? You know, the, the technology is there, the idea is there, but you know, it's just a matter of, you know, are the, the authorities going to to take it on board and make it easy for users to use? Is this something that people are going to learn about in order to, you know, kind of understand the benefits of this or, or you know, how long is it going to take before we have to keep explaining what NFT stands for or what blockchain means, whereas people can just understand, okay, I get it, kind of the way that they understand what the internet is now. They should also understand what blockchains and NFT means, um, kind of in the broad scheme of things. And I think it's just a matter of time before it's it's a lot more common of a uh, an understanding, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, totally sharing your uh, point of view. And as you said, like uh, the uh, the past, I don't know if you reach up to this. Uh, past years but internet was exactly the same uh, at the same way like it wasn't made for uh, anything uh, like business for example or maybe let's say communication so everything changed up and uh, turns out to be more clear for people you, you know like every rep trust uh, technology I have to pass by that kind of uh, a kind of beer understanding, not a beer market, beer understanding. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, that one of the things that some of these other industries just kind of get right is, you know, highlighting how this benefits people and how it benefits business as opposed to explaining the technology. And I feel like that might've been one of the downfalls of just kind of the communication of you know what blockchain is and what NFTs are, is that I think the average person doesn't necessarily need to understand what blockchain is or how it works. Whereas, you know, for example, we started off with the internet, 
we didn't really need to understand how it works. All we needed to understand is that you can log on and you can see the news and you can chat with your friends. And that was obviously, uh, you know, Web one, you know, the first version of the internet, and then we moved on, and now you can log on and you can create profiles and you can create content and you can get notoriety and you can build businesses from the internet. Again, we still didn't need to know how the internet worked. We just needed to know this is something that you can do with the internet. And I think that that's some of the things that you know we we definitely at Future Blockchain Summit at our show is we try to highlight you know how it actually benefits people and businesses more so than this is what you know layer one blockchain technology looks like this is how we're yeah, implementing exactly. you know so so i think that that's one of the biggest things is just communicating the benefits not just what it is um and what are, what are some of the things <laughs> yeah absolutely so what are the, some of the things that assistanacom uh, is doing to contribute to this broader understanding of tokenization and digitization in the industry yeah for sure uh, Asistana, as i said is trying to draw even the mindset from traditional to to new things because we're gonna implement let's say the ancient business model of dealing and trading into the new world, if I may say, let's say. All those things that you can do in the new world, in the ancient world, let's say, selling, buying, and all those, let's say, tangible, if I may say, uh, understanding of uh, trading and business should be implemented in Web3. And that's what is uh, Sustana trying to forecast in the uh, future blockchain event to show how easy and let's say accessible and usable are the new technology if we let's say uh, make it on similarity with the the ancient world and let's say in an ancient business models and so on amazing amazing we're definitely looking forward to seeing us this time to come at future blockchain summit um I, you guys are a gold sponsor and we we definitely love partnering with companies like Sustenicum. um we can't wait to see you know some of the things that you guys are discussing uh, how you're kind of bringing this sort of you know gold standard also uh, place to be there with you and uh, what's that uh sorry it, it was cut and that's why i, I thought you <laughs> you finished talking Oh, uh, no problem. No problem. Um, yeah, so so we're just really excited to see Sistana come. And uh, I believe you might uh, also be speaking on stage. Is that correct? Yeah, I think it will be, uh, I will be on stage, but for the panel, for a panel also. Yes, absolutely. And we're really looking forward to that as well. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you're looking forward to seeing at Future Blockchain Summit. Well, actually, some of, let's say, good fate and good uh, let's say uh, let's say new blood in somehow and uh, new fates and uh, new involves because we really need it actually uh, in that uh, beer uh, beer moment in the uh, blockchain uh, ecosystem and so on so we need to believe that what we are doing and what we gonna do for the let's say the world in somehow is really useful and people are also involved on the, on that technology and that's what we believe that the future blockchain uh, event is gonna forecast and uh, shown shown us at first 
and show to all, all the people that gonna be there also great great we're really looking forward to it we're looking forward to seeing you there um as you know we're at a new location this year we're going to be at the bio harbor from october 15th through october 18th so we're actually opening on a sunday so we're really excited to get some weekend crowd in there you don't have to take off of work uh, starting on a sunday and of course we're we're alongside expand north star which is the, the largest um startup and investors event in the world so super exciting stuff thank you so much for joining us ozzy and um you know we'll see you then thank you also steven and thanks for the time that you accord me and uh hope to see you again there great you as well